Welcome to another episode of The Impolite Psychologist. So as I'm talking with my clients about dysfunctional family members, and we talk about the struggle and how difficult it is to have these relationships, a lot of times people will ask me, should I just cut them off? Should I just stop speaking to my family member? And almost always I say no, because if you spend time away from them and you cut them off, not only do you become the bad guy and the person who did wrong, but also guilt tends to set in, you start to feel like a jerk, you wonder what you could have done differently, and then inevitably you end up reaching out again anyway, but, but this time you're reaching out with an apology. And so that whole cutting off thing doesn't typically completely work the way one would think so. But there are many situations in which walking away from a relationship becomes the only choice that there is. There is the most obvious situation when people are really abusive. And, you know, the really obvious is when someone is physically abusive and they turn to shoving or hitting or kicking or biting or whatever the case may be, and they are obviously domestically violent and abusive. And that becomes an obvious and good reason to get out of that situation. There's a movie that deals with this from 1991 called Sleeping with the Enemy with Julia Roberts and Patrick Bergen. And I like this movie because the demographics of the people involved are not so typical. They're not poor. One of them is not an alcoholic. They don't have stress from jobs or whatever. This particular couple is very well off. They look very well put together. The man is very successful. She looks beautiful and all of that. And underneath it all, the guy is basically a demon. And so he's a control freak. And that is sort of the premise of the story, which is absolutely believable. And she basically fakes her own death in order to get away from him. Now, the reason that she can fake her own death and get away from him is because she has been stockpiling money for a while. And so she actually has the financial means and specifically has cash so that she cannot be tracked, that credit cards cannot be tracked. And so it's a, it's a good movie to kind of capture the desperation of someone trying to survive physical abuse by a partner. Now, my experience has been in real life 
that it's not that simple and never that easy to leave. And that the reason that victims will stay with their physically abusive partners are usually because the consequences are too great for leaving. And a lot of times that has to do with the inability of the victim to actually survive financially. A lot of times, you know, these are people who have been taking care of children and they haven't worked in a while. And so they don't have a lot of options. And a lot of times, too, when people are in these domestic violence situations, a lot of times they've been isolated from a support system as well. And so the choice to leave is not easy or a lot of times possible without the consequences just being so great. So that's why people stay in these bad situations. Now, as an intern, I used to work at a center that was the office for a lot of different social programs. And my job was actually to answer a suicide hotline. But also, people would show up in our office for various reasons. And I remember distinctly that a man and his father showed up looking for his wife. And he was really kind of convincing. I'm so concerned about her. She just left. And people are saying that she may be at one of your shelters. And please, if you could just tell me where that is so I can talk to her. And he was very polite and very articulate and seemingly very concerned about her. But the reality was that his wife was actually at our hidden domestic violence shelter for women. And this was an undisclosed location. And even I did not know the address to this location. But this man very well could have bullied me into getting it. There were any number of people in that office who knew the answer to this. But I had to be the person that said, I'm sorry, we can't give out that information that that if your wife is with us, she is in a location that we are not allowed to disclose to anyone. And I fought with him for a while before he eventually left. Now, I don't know what happened after that. But I am grateful that there are resources like that that exist where people can go to safe places and escape domestic violence. And by the way, it is not just man as perpetrator and woman as victim. There are a lot of situations that are the reverse in which the woman is perpetrator and the man is victim. And... I have heard about what it's like for men to be victimized by women. And it's not that the man could not fight back. 
It's that typically the man does not have it in him to hit a woman or hurt a woman, even if she is hitting and hurting him. And so this is a very interesting and eye-opening point of view that it can happen anywhere. Now, obviously, if there is an option to walk away from a relationship like this, and you have the option of walking away from a relationship like this, please do so. Now, things start to get a little gray when we start talking about emotional abuse. The thing about emotional abuse is that it's not always super obvious when it's happening. That sometimes, that a lot of times, people don't recognize emotional abuse because it's very subtle. It's not always obvious like calling somebody names. Sometimes it's more subtle putting down. Sometimes it's more just someone controlling situations for another person and creating an environment in which one person has to do what the other person says subtly. Now, I have heard of emotional abuse that it can be very covert. And case in point, there is a YouTube channel that I watch that I am interested in because of the subject matter. The topic of the YouTube channel interests me. What I have to swallow as I watch this is a husband and wife team in which the husband always tells jokes and both the husband and wife laugh about how stupid she is on some level. It is always a joke about how she's goofy or stupid or screwed something up or said something wrong. And it's always in jest and it's always like a joke to the viewers, but it does not go unnoticed. I have recognized and I'm sure other people recognize the theme of all the jokes, but because it's surrounded by jokes, I think a lot of times this is how emotional abuse gets covered up because it's all in jest. And he was just kidding, wasn't he? He didn't really mean that. So there's that. Emotional abuse can be covert. I have also heard a number of times where clients will tell me that they got in a fight with their partner or their family member, and they were left somewhere. And although this doesn't really qualify as physical abuse, it is emotional abuse to leave somebody stranded somewhere where it's difficult for them to get home or it's difficult 
for them to find help. I have heard this story too many times, and it's horrifying to me that a human being would do this to another person. That's a form of emotional abuse. So that's an example of a reason to completely walk away from a relationship. So people who are physically abusive, people who are emotionally abusive, they deserve to be left behind. Now, another reason that you might need to walk away from a relationship is because the people that you have a relationship with are toxic. People who are toxic come in many forms. Perhaps they have a personality disorder in which they are narcissistic and everything is about them all the time and either you're not good enough or you don't understand how difficult things have been for them and how all they do is try to make things better and you don't see how they try. Or maybe they have a diagnosis like borderline personality disorder in which one minute you are the best thing that ever happened to them and they can't imagine their lives without you. And the next minute you're a piece of shit who never does anything right and wants them to fail in life. And so in this situation, there really is no winning and there is no resolution without this person making a choice to get some kind of intervention. A lot of times people who have these problems aren't necessarily willing to get any sort of intervention. And so what can you do? It's always going to be this way until that person decides that they're going to do something about it. And in the absence of that, you're just going to get more of the same. And so you have to walk away in order to not be the victim of their mentality and they're making you the bad guy. And so there are other times when it's necessary to walk away too. It can be just because you need to have boundaries in your life and that you being the person who always rescues the other person because you have codependent tendencies, meaning that you need to be needed. When a person who has codependent tendencies ends up in therapy and recognizes that this has been a need for them for a long time, and that it doesn't serve them in the end, and it doesn't make their lives better. Now, the way that a person who has codependent tendencies operates is that they are often the person who swoops in and either 
rescues somebody from a crisis situation or is always there to listen to the problems of somebody else and goes that extra unnecessary mile in order to help the other person in some way. And usually in this situation, the person on the other side of that appreciates tremendously and even expects the intervention. A pattern that I see in my practice is that most young women, and maybe this just has to do with the population of people who are in therapy, but a lot of young women love the idea of having a partner who they believe is a project and they believe has a lot of problems and they believe with their love and with their intervention, they will be the one to change their partner. They will make their partner better, the best that they could be. And so what ends up happening is I see young women getting into relationships in which they are partnered up with somebody who's basically a train wreck and dysfunctional and typically does not treat them very well at all. And the young woman hangs on for a while waiting for their partner to get better. And at some point, they recognize that their partner is not getting better. And in fact, it is not healthy to be with somebody who always has lots and lots of problems and doesn't have it in them to treat the young woman like she deserves to be treated. And so in these situations, when people who have codependent tendencies go to therapy and they start to learn about the patterns that they have had in their life, and they start to recognize that it's exhausting trying to rescue other people, especially trying to rescue other people who don't ever plan on getting better. Then they get mad, and then they realize they have to walk away forever in order to preserve their own sanity and in order to feel less exhausted than they have been feeling for far too long. And so in this scenario, the walking away has to do with the importance of self-preservation to not engage in a relationship in which they are going to be sucked into rescuer. And finally, there's also a less severe situation in which you might have to walk away. And that is 
when you feel like you have outgrown someone in your life, that you have been through a lot of transformations for whatever reason. Perhaps you have had tremendous financial gains or you have worked on yourself in therapy or you have somehow come to a realization about your spiritual path and where you need to go next. Whatever it is, whatever transformation that has occurred within you, then the people that you are in relationships with sometimes don't fit anymore. They don't understand. They can't keep up. They wish you would just go back to the way you were. And they will say things like, you think you're better than us. Or why can't you just be the way you were? Why can't you just be yourself? Or I don't think that you're acting like yourself anymore. And I just want you to act like yourself again. I just want you to be yourself. You know who you are. I know who you are. Just be yourself. Stop trying to be something you're not. And this happens on those levels. And this also happens when kids transition into being an adult. That there is some point at which kids start to realize that they have a vision for how they want to live their lives as adults. And they start to recognize that their lifestyle is very, very different from how their parents lived their life, whatever that means. Maybe the parents are very conventional or very rule-oriented or live in the city and kids recognize, hey, I have a different lifestyle in my mind and it doesn't look like this. And I don't want to live in a place like this. And I don't want to live in a life like this. My vision for my life looks totally different than this. And that's when kids move away. They start spending holidays with partners rather than with the family. They spend less time visiting home they begin to have a life of their own that belongs to them that is very different than how they grew up. And it doesn't mean that they're going to walk away forever. It just means that they're going to walk away into their new life and they will come back occasionally. And this is sort of a normal evolution and this is a normal way that people can outgrow other people. And this walk is temporary. And if you've got a good relationship with your kids, they always come back. But they'll never come back the same. They will come back as adults who have evolved into something different. 
And if you've done a good job, you're okay with whatever that different looks like. And you're okay with the idea that they don't come back as often because they have something new going on. They have a new adult life that suits them better. And they have outgrown, because of your parenting, the way that they grew up in a good way. And so if you find yourself in any of these situations in which you must walk away or you have to walk away or if it's appropriate for you to walk away from relationships, then recognize that that's all that has happened, that you have changed in a way that is more healthy and that it is time for you to walk. So I wish you the best on your journey, whatever road that takes you on. Be well, and thank you for listening.